Sooners of Oklahoma, 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. So, you know, like I, you know, like I was saying, man, and I just, um, the disrespect that we got leading up to the game was just, it was crazy. And, um, you know, you know, we was all waiting for Josh to get, get the Heisman. They had the little watch party up there in at the stadium. And, um, when he didn't get it, everybody was all, you know, mad. And, 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 and I was upset. The reason why I was so upset because Winky was old as fuck. <laughs> that bitch is 32. He was 32. 32 years old. And they gave him the Heisman. And which was, you know, it just, and it just irked me. Because I thought Josh should, should get it. You know, you brought a, you know, Florida State, you guys are up there. Already, but we started from the bottom. That man brought us to the top. And I knew what type of person he was, what type of leader he was, and what he meant to our team. And, and you know, I thought he should get it. And when he didn't get it, that just piled on to it. And then the disrespect piled on to it. And, I hell, I, I, I didn't know I was going to say it, but I felt like saying it. And you know how we were. Let it rip. And I let it rip. And I told that motherfucker, listen, man. And I meant every word I said. I, I like I I meant it to the core. To the core. There wasn't no plan for that. Hey, I'm gonna say this. When I seen him, I meant it. And I knew I was gonna be seeing his ass. It was gonna be me and him. Hey, that's gonna be a sound bite, T Marsh. That's gonna be a sound bite. Oh, 100 What you just said is gonna be a sound bite. 100 percent Listen, <laughs> so I mean, I um Listen, it, I knew it was going to be me and him, man, and that's how I went into it. I, he was a, he was a quarterback of the offense. I was a quarterback of the defense, and it was me and him, man. And fuck him. <laughs> I love that. My boys got there two years later. I mean that shit, man. And I was pissed off that he won it. Hey, I was really, I was really. Watch mm-hmm. this, watch this, bro. Who got the MVP that night? Oh, you know I had to get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I just want to remind everybody who got the MVP of the night. I and uh, you know, and 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 listen, man, that game it was. I was I was I was playing at home. I had a lot of motivation. For one, um, playing in high school there, our our our, our high school team we were we were we were we were horrible. We were horrible. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't believe in me. Um coming out of high school because of the situation I was in. Um, you know, so I was, I was, I was motivated. I mean, I was motivated. Um, uh, the, 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 the practice facility that we was practicing at Barry university, my basketball, hey. my high school basketball coach was the head coach out there. Took a couple of kids that, that I would play with on the team, but, Listen, I had a lot of motivation that week because he, for some, he 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 kicked me off the basketball team because I was playing in a flag football game, and he didn't give me a lot of opportunities as far as playing not 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 playing time, but like 
he wanted me to be a center. And I was six foot in high school. I wasn't going to be a center. You wanted me to play a center because I could jump. But I knew that in order for me, I, basketball was my first love. I said, and I knew in order for me to make it to the NBA, I needed to learn how to dribble. And, month, and, and they would never let me work on the dribbling drills and all this stuff. So I had a big stink with that. And seeing them at the, at the practice facilities and all that stuff, you know, really flipped the switch for me to really get extra motivated. Not that I needed any, but I had a lot of motivation that day. And uh, well, that whole time, and I'm sure everybody did. I mean, from, from the guys that were there when you guys weren't that good to finally being a national championship, you know, that's the type of stuff that I was hearing that I was playing for also. You know, the guys that were there before this that stuck around, did them workouts, you know, believed when Coach Stoops, you know, all that stuff was, was, was total motivation for everybody that day. And and all that came out when I seen him in the middle of the field, and I and I really meant what I told him, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't even you know what I didn't even notice Denzel Washington was there until I seen the tape. It was like you know Denzel was there. I was like who what, where <laughs> I swear to you I listen I was so locked in when I went up there man I was so locked in and 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 if you remember. In the locker room, we were trying to bust out the locker room. When those guys started to walk by, they had to hold the door yeah. so we couldn't bust out the locker room. Because yeah. we was really, like, we was ready to fight them motherfuckers, man. Like, we was, like, we had, we was, I don't know what zen we was on or what they had us on, but we was, like, locked into where we was ready to destroy. And you know, offense was ready to put up 50 if they had to. Defense was ready to shut them out if we had to. And that day, didn't nobody blink, not one time. And everybody just – it was it was just a beautiful thing, man. It was just a beautiful thing. Torrance, so let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I, I want to take you back a little bit um, because – Arguably, I don't know if you guys would have been there if it wasn't for a a fateful day on November 11th in College Station. And I want to I want to actually get both of your perspectives on this. One one being on offense, and obviously the one being on defense, who who makes the the freaking play um, in that game. That was probably the the most you all had had really struggled with somebody outside of Nebraska kind of jumping on you guys early in that game. But really people what go back and watch that game. That was a route after the, that, that 14 zero, like it really wasn't a, a close. It didn't feel close, mm-hmm. but the A&M game was a little bit different. Take me inside the, the mind of, of Torrance Marshall as it, you know, comes to, to nut cutting time there in that third and fourth quarter, when you realize this team is, is not going away and a play literally has to be made on defense. Well, what were your thoughts and where were you guys um, at that point? And then DMAC, I actually want to hear uh, your thoughts too on that. DMAC, you want to go first? I will. Since you you gave me permission, I shall watch this. T Marshall, you may or may not remember. You probably do. Uh, Barry, I alluded to this story a little bit, but I can't wait to hear T. Marshall's perspective. So, by the way, that game, we get started 
uh, first couple of possessions we're screwing up. We're kind of like, I'm talking about the offense. Mm-hmm. I'll let him speak for the defense. I'm only speaking for the offense. So we're behind because we made mistakes. I think Q had a fumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed a third down. I think, you know, Savile has a 50, 50 ball on the sideline and they, they counted him out, but he was really in and right. So they, they, they've got some momentum. They've got, I think that's tombs. I believe that's is tombs mm-hmm. that year. Uh, team yeah. Okay. Bet. So they there. got tombs and the rest of those guys cooking. They doing their thing. They had a receiver. His name was Robert Ferguson. And uh, on defense, he he was cooking. Cool. And, and so we behind, and we start we start getting our act together. T. Marshall may or, not, may or may not remember this, but, like, they are getting stops in the beginning of the game, and we are going three and out or real, real like, quick possessions. And like I told you, B, it wasn't uncommon for the defense, the defense, the, the, the defensive guys to walk over to our side and be like, damn, what the fuck going on? Get y'all shit together. Like, like they're coming how at us. Like, what's up? Or we'll go do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So early in the game, T. Marshall got his hat on and they get ready to go back on the field, you know, pun or whatever it is. Damn, and and, and T. Marshall's get on my nerves because he'll call you out by name. Damn, D Mac, what's up? Woo, 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 where you at, D Mac? Work out. Like he'll literally, I'd be like, okay, bro, I got you. Let's we got you, bro. We got this. So they did that to us. They were like, what's up? Y'all playing like some some hoes, whatever, right? So we pick it up. And then in the fourth quarter, we down like 13 or a couple of possessions. We down a couple of something. Boom, Q scores, and we're down, I think, six or four or whatever it is. And they get the ball back. And Ferguson got the whole defense. Like Mike Stoops is calling him on the sideline. And, and, and you know, Ante and, 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 and T. Marshall, I'm sure you remember it was I remember like yesterday, right? So it's it's OJ and, and it's Roy Lee, and I mean it's everybody. It's it's all kind of all Americans in this huddle, right? You you got JT, you got Roy, you got T Marshall. I mean, you got dudes over there. Robert Ferguson is cooking, can't stop him. He he cooking them, and so we walk off the field and we like, what the fuck? Like, like damn, y'all talked all that, dude. You know, so we now we at them like get that shit together. And I just remember T Marshall, I got you, D Mac. I got you, D Mac. And I'm like, man, them motherfuckers. So we, me, Dre, Kurt, like, them motherfuckers about to get cooked again. So we sitting on the bench, like, let's watch these, <laughs> let's watch these boys get cooked again. Cause Ferguson and, and Curtis Fagan played together or were real tight oh, in high school. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferguson was in an all state game where Kurt, Curtis and mm-hmm. Ferguson, the Oil Bowl, Texas against Oklahoma was a big deal back then. Wow. Ferguson and Kurt were the two receivers. Like the first team receivers. Oh. Ferguson went to AM. By the way, Ferguson almost went to OU. So we on the bench, and I'm 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 like shit. T Marshall called me and I'm calling his ass out. Damn T Marshall, I need to get that shit together. Woo, 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 woo. And I remember Mike Stoops like, yeah, damn, you got the receivers talking about you. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I said, somebody go make a play. Somebody gotta make a play, man. Yeah, all right, D Mac. Right, and I don't think that's the possession you get to pick six. I think you guys get to stop or something, but from my perspective, it was crazy because we started slow and they got on our helmet, like straight up. T Marshall came like to me, like, damn, D Mac, some, 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 Cali, some, some. I'm like, all right, blood, here we go. But, you know, they had to, they, yeah. the same thing, fool on them or fell on them. But like he said, like, it wasn't like we thought we was going to lose. It was just like you in the battle, bullets is flying, folks is throwing grenades. You know what I'm saying? They taking your territory from you. They eating up that, that yeah. yard is going towards your side. And we're like, fuck, how we going to, you know, how we going to win this game? We got to find a way to win. That's and, that's it right you there. You know what I'm saying? And then boom. So we on the team. And I'm and, like. And, 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 and all that talking, um, you know, getting on each other. 
that's what it was mainly about was, hey, y'all need to get on it and find a way to get this thing together. And, you know, and and, and then the same thing you were telling us. Y'all need to come on. Y'all can't be over here talking about it. Y'all need to get y'all stuff together. Now that we're rolling, let's get this thing going. So that's the type of um, motivation it was. All I remember really was getting on people to somebody has to make a play. We don't care who it is, right? And and all that week, um, they they were running a specific play that they was killing everybody on. I mean, they were. I mean, they made their bread and butter. It was a it was a trips look, and they would run that little tight end over like a little crossing route, and hit him directly over the middle, and they was cooking, cooking, cooking. And I swear, I, I, they might have ran it one time before that, because I was looking for it, and I don't think they ran it until that when I picked it. And what's crazy is during that week, I missed it all week, man. I missed it all week. Coach Venables was getting on me. And then I want to say that um, that Thursday, we was out there practicing on that turf field. And um, I missed it again. Coach Venables said, I've been telling you all week. That's what they're going to run. They're going to run it. I'm telling you. Get out. Kick me out. Get off. Get off. Oh, man, I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, man, I got to get this, and I got to get this play. So he calls me back in the next couple of plays. I listen, man, they are going to run this play. And when they run this play, you're going to pick it off, and you're going to go for a touchdown. And I'm telling you, you got to remember this play. So, boom. So here we are. Like you said, the chaos is going. We're not blinking, but we're trying to motivate each other the best way we know how, and that is to, yeah, let's go to, to, to really get on the dude. Hey, man, you ain't playing right. Let's go. Hey, defense, y'all sucking ass right now. Pick it up. So that's that, that that's kind of what it was. And then, boom, once Q had scored, it was a fresh, a breath air for us because we knew we was in, we was in striking distance because the game was – I, I, I want to say it was like um, under under seven minutes, yeah. less. So when so when Q scored, we was we was a, a deep. I was like, man, we are here. We really here. It is here's our chance. So they just so happens to run that play, and I'm telling you, every time they was in that formation, I read the tight end, read the tight end, and this time. That cat ran, and I seen it, and I, whoop, boom, and I and I caught it, and I swear to you, I just was like, I'm scoring a touchdown. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to score, and you know, thankfully we scored. But the crazy thing is, there was a lot of football still left, and I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, I didn't even get a chance to enjoy the touchdown. To be honest with you, D-Mac, if you ever go back and look at it, right, I scored a touchdown. I come off the sideline. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm dog tired. Not, Yeah, but not that I'm dog tired. I'm dog tired. And I know I got to go back out there. I don't know if it's going to be a TV timeout. I don't know if they – because sometimes they we're going to roll through it. We're going to roll through it. And then I'm like, oh. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm trying to get to my breath. So – I'm walking to the side because I was listen. I was running as hard and as fast as I could to that end zone, Jack. 
I was running. So when I got to, I'm talking about, I, I might have been holding my breath. I was running so hard. <gasps> and, yo, so I get to the sideline. I'm I'm tired. And Jay Hunt, bless his heart, every time I watch the thing on, on TV, he's grabbed me to celebrate. And I'm so tired. I'm like, yo, get the off me. I cannot breathe, dude. <laughs> and I feel... To this day, I feel so bad because all I know all he was trying to do was motivate me to keep going and this that. But I was listen, I was so tired and I'm and I was trying because I'm thinking about they always had us in the mindset of the next play, yep. the next play, the next mm-hmm. play. So once I scored, rah, 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 walking back to the sideline, my mind went right away to okay, T, you're going right back out there, dude. You got to get your breath. Lock back in because this could be for nothing. So I was like, okay, I need to get my breath. And everybody's jumping on me. I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I cannot breathe. So I went over there, took a couple shots of oxygen, and we went back out there and we finished the game. But you know what, D-Man? I didn't, I didn't realize till um a couple years after that, Josh told me that they were they were dropping a lot of people back in coverage. What you mean? Oh, you talking about you talking about A and M? You talking about A and M? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Josh had his bursa sack bust, and so he couldn't throw deep. Yeah, you saw Oklahoma, Oklahoma State the next they, week or two weeks later, they they, they rushed one or two. Yeah. Bro, they rushed one or two, bro. They were rushing one or two every possession. It was crazy because Josh couldn't throw over thirty yards anymore once his uh his elbow bursa sack got checked up. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was and, it, and 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 that's when that's who got Oklahoma State to do it because that's what A and M yeah. started to do. Yeah. And that's I was, was like, killing us. We was trying because you know, first half of the season, we bombing. We we we, yeah. t- we going to the house. Uh K-State, Nebraska, uh, uh Texas, we throwing bombs, we running jet sweeps. Josh couldn't throw anymore. And so when Josh heard us, he was like, D-Mac hurt. He hurt his elbow. I want to say he hurt his elbow in Nebraska, is right. when he first did it, but it really got bad. And, and by the time AM came, like in practice, Nate would throw most of the balls in practice, even though he was red shirting. Right. Because Josh was trying to save his arm for the games. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know what? They kept that a great secret. They didn't let that out the bag because I didn't even know. You didn't know Josh Elba was messed up. Dude. You wonder why all of a sudden he started wearing long sleeves every game, even though it was hot. Well, like, Josh, why are you getting long sleeves? I, we, we, we didn't listen. We didn't know. All I know is we was we, we kept rolling. Hey, show no weakness, baby. But he told yeah. us we we yeah. knew and <laughs> we knew. But he was show no weakness. We not gonna. Nobody even knew. They was like, why the offense? You know, slow down. It was because we could no longer stress the field. So. And, and and they didn't let that cat out the bag. Yeah. Whoever that was a that was a big secret that they kept. Because we didn't know, and and even even the A and M game, we you know we we was wondering like, damn, why we ain't getting that fifty spot? We can't we can't too many errors no more now. There's a fifty spot. Now we got we got twenty five. Now we got twenty five. So we can we only can allow a couple mistakes, but we can't. We ain't got no fifty spot no more. But um, yeah, we didn't even know, man. I didn't I didn't know Josh's elbow was messed up till a couple years after. I want to say when he was up there at Green Bay. Uh, for for a training camp, um, he was he up there with you. About, he was up there for about a week, I think. Okay, and then but his arm was wow. still jacked up because you know he came by the house. And I'm like, what's going on with you, man? You know, was it his hand? He had a messed up hand too. I, I, it it might have been his. It might have been his hand yeah. at the time. He was like, man, my, you know, he said, man, I'm all jacked up, T. I said, really? He said, man, 
you know, my I, and I want to say his elbow was still a little jacked up. He was like, man, my elbow is still messed up. Was it me still messed up? He said, man, you didn't know? I said, no. He said, man, my elbow was trash. I was like, get the fuck. And I, listen, I didn't know. And that, and that, and that in itself shows you the character that this dude got. Facts. Because at any time he could have laid down of the, of, of the big moment, right? He didn't shy away from it. Whether it's, he had a, he had a legit excuse, right? But that dude sacrificed and put it all on the line, not only for himself, but really for the team. For the squad, and, man. And that, you know, so. I tell the story all the time, T. I say, man, we have five-star generals. Like, you know, and, and it kind of resonates with the leadership happening this year. Um, and I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Give me a 10 second response, five words or less. I'm interested to know, but uh, before I ask you, it just, it just, you know, it feels good confirming it's confirmation for me because I, 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 I tell our stories all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And I think people think because, you know, I'm biased, you you know, uh, Matt, right. you, I, they don't understand like, being in that moment with being and you know i i get, I get I, i'm the type of guy i'm a little petty when national folks start talking about best teams of all time or eras and and they do you know you can't do florida state 98 which by the way peter warwick and those boys ball oh, the squad that's the team i beat vic mm-hmm. squad i love i was a florida state guy too that's why i like 10 too by the way Derek brooks was my favorite player that's why i like 10 true story because i was a defensive player before i got to college i was, yeah, I was yeah, a yeah 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 i wasn't a receiver so but uh you know they talk about the 01 Miami team. We had just as many national award winners and just as many All-Americans as that team. That team just happened to have guys who had better fits in their NFL career and right. went on to be studs. But in a college game, they weren't a, you know, you can name like they're like Gore. Like Gore was hurt every year in college. Like you can't say Frank Gore. Frank Gore, a right. dude, he when he healthy played, but like he was always hurt. You know, and, and so I say that I say all that to say, like, one of my five generals is on my pod today you know what i'm saying like and he's telling it like it is he keeps yeah. it a buck and, and i hope you know people because we you know people listen to this deal like i told you i think i think to a t you're saying with the same type of lint barry what do you think is he saying the the way the season is very similar to how i say it i'm just interested to know what your thoughts are barry about his his uh his communication uh agree I'm I'm totally with you. I, I do. And it was echoed a lot too by um by Mark uh when, yeah. when we had Mark Clayton on, just being able to see the the older guys like Torrance um who were on the team that just the, the mentality feels so so unique to that team. And I don't know if you know if we've necessarily seen that from teams since then. I think that's one of the things that endears that year so much to the fans. Hey, Barry, let me ask you a question, right? Um, You were in Tulsa at the time? Yeah. Okay. Um, As the, as the season, okay. um, What was the thought process after the 99 season going into the season, right? After, the red October where we played those three games, Nebraska, Kansas state and and Texas, well, Texas, Nebraska, then Kansas state after that game. And, um, yeah. Uh, what, what was, what was the, um, 
what were what was the like the fans' reactions to after that and and the beginning of the? I'm, I'm really interested to know what the 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 what was the expectations of the team going into the season, and then once the Red October happened. Now, I I think the expectations before that year were were relatively fair. I think it was. Like just being honest, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people had the nine and three. Maybe you get one loss. Like everybody right. thought you were gonna not go seven and five, right? You have okay. Hypel coming back. I don't think that was was the you know what this I guess the floor, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, after the Nebraska game, the, I think the general sentiment was that OU could hang with everyone save Miami. Or Florida State. I, I think that, I mean, fans were at that time, they thought Hypo was going to run away with the Heisman Trophy, as he right. should, probably should have. Um, and I would say the tail end of the year impacted things a little bit for Hypo, you know, just not having the the same numbers that Winky. But actually, when you go back, the numbers weren't all that different. You know, Winky had a few more yards, but the, the touchdown-interception ratio was about the same. But... But I think the expectations were sky high after after the Nebraska game. I mean, after that, it was all bets are off. Let's see what this team could do. <laughs> let, the, let the chips fall where they may, huh? That's awesome. That's awesome. Absolutely. Torrance, I want to ask before we get out of here, um, I know DMAC uh, brought it up. Venables, your coach, is back at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Just give us kind of the, the, the long and the short on, obviously, this year's not, you know, what fans expected but where do you see this thing going knowing who he is both as a man and as a coach okay um i'll start out as uh with coach venables the the person that he is the man that he is um ever since um i've known him he's always been a standard dude what what you guys see on tv as far as a fired up guy a christian dude that really wants and cares for the well-being of his players that's legit that is that that's no doing it because i'm the head coach now doing it because i'm trying to get recruits or this no 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 that's him he's been that way since he's been a lions backer coach Right. And um, as far as, you know, um, the expectations of what he's going to do for the program, um, I wasn't one of those uh, people that went into the season thinking he's going to bring us to national glory right off the bat. So I was just looking for a couple things um, going into the season. One, I was looking for steady improvement, right? Um, because I know for one, he doesn't have the recruits that he brought in. Um, he's dealing with some new guys and he's trying to run his system. He And he's not going to change his system. He's going to run his system with the players he has, right? So there's going to be some growing pains, but knowing that, I want to see how hard they're going to play. Um, they're fairly young. I want to see who's going to develop into a leader um and um you know so so far 
that's been happening. They've been playing well. Um, well, not well, not as good as I think they can. I, I see a lot of mistakes, but they've been playing hard. I gotta I gotta give the young men credit. They they they've been out there playing hard, and um, you know I think Coach Venables is doing the right thing. He's protecting his players whenever he's on uh, camera, and that's what I expect a great head coach to do. Um, don't put any blame on them. They're young, new system. You know, um, I remember when I got there, um, starting out, um, new coach, you're trying to prove yourself. And in doing so, you might, you know, try and do too much. And I think a lot of guys are pressing uh, right now. Um, you know, watching the game, you can see a couple guys and two guys in the spots that they shouldn't be in, missing some plays. So I think, I think, OU has a good coach for the future, and I just can't wait to see um, what he does down the line. Because I mean, he's a great coach, man. He's a great man, and I and I just think it's going to take, you know, take some time for him to get his feet wet. And um, you know, hell, Coach Stoops was what was he? What was we seven and five his first year? Yep. You yep. know, and and we lost a lot of games that hell we should have won. So you can see some similarities. I can name some games, a game that I'll never forget in my life when we played Notre Dame. I was going to say that. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. So, you know, we were winning and then we just didn't, couldn't find a way to finish. Didn't know how to finish. Was waiting on somebody else to make a play instead of trying to make our own play. You know, so... I see a lot of similarities into this season, into that season. Not saying that we're going to go out and win the national championship next year, but I just, I, I just think that uh, recruiting wise, um, I think it's going to be a step up for us. We'll be able to keep some guys here um, that want to be here. Um, coaching wise, he's going to have a year up under his belt, know how things work. You know, it's one thing to see it done, but to go through it yourself. There's got to be some growing pains, right? The things that you get used to, things that you like. So I just, I just, I, I I'm really excited for, for what he's bringing to the table because I'm, I'm judging this year not by the games that they win, but how, how the young men play, how they continue to play, especially dealing with this adversity that they're dealing with. Um, it's real, it's real easy to cash it in and be like, you know, wait till next year. It's real easy. It's really easy to do that, but they haven't done that yet. So that's that that's let you know that the coaching that they're getting is some good coaching. Without without coaching like that, you have a real chance to lose your ball club. And once you lose your ball club, it's snowball effect. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited for Coach Venables, man. He's a he's a he's a he's a great guy. He's gonna he's going to put those guys in a in, in, in a great situation. Off the field, you know that's some that, and I think you know he's doing some great things with the soul uh, thing he's doing with uh, Josh Norman. Uh, he has some stuff going on with that, um, doing a lot of things in the in the community. So, you know, it's a bright future for us. Now. I'm really excited, man. Torrance, we want to thank you so much for hopping on. You know, DMAC, I, I think you'll probably agree. I have a feeling this podcast, this specific episode. Is gonna be a fan favorite, man. 
I got. But I hope I got so, a man. Marsh is a fan favorite, bro. T T T. Like we need to, we need to pay homage, man. T is an all-time great. He's yep. a leader of. He was a leader of leader on a team with a ton of alpha dogs. That team had a ton of alphas, and he was a leader amongst leaders. He and hype, I would say, were the two proverbials. But if you meet him off the field, humble as hell. How? I mean, we chilling. Hey, man, let's grab a beer. Like, you know, no, no high side. Never. By the way, never. When he was an NFL dude, you know, and you were there with DP, right? You were there when DP, you and DP were on the same team together. T Marsh. No, he, he was a year. He was gone the year I got there. Okay. I, I really wish I, I was, was playing with DeMond. Okay. Cause that's like my big bro too. That's like my I, other big bro. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like just, DP. I just missed him. Got you know it. how many times I, they were showing the highlights over there and I seen him standing in his shoes. <laughs> yeah. That touchdown. Yeah. I said, yeah. man, I, I wish, I, I wish he was there. I, okay. I missed him twice. I miss him at Oklahoma, then I miss him at yeah. Green Bay. And he should have been on our team. I, that's, I, I give him hell over that every time I get yeah, a chance. Yeah, whenever I talk to him, he said, man, oh, I should have stayed. Can you imagine? Yeah, but see, if if if, if he would have stayed. You don't have the red shirt. I mean, Q red shirts. Not, not even, but but who? remember who we had before him. Where am I? You talking about Mike Thornton? Right. He have a touchdown and fall. You say he what? He would have a touchdown and he would fall. Oh, to trip up, yeah. And I, I was like, yo, if feet. we if we had a running back that year in in '99, we might have been a little better than what we were. I, I'm not gonna call. How many years did he have? Like he just he just had uh, that he one year. He left. He he ran for a thousand yards. He was the first running back in Oklahoma history to do three consecutive thousand yard seasons. He would have he could have done four had he stayed that last year. Oh, um, he would have been the leading rusher. He, he was. He was. Yeah, hell yeah. He he listen, he went through the dark days of OU. Like DP was then the darkest of the yeah. darkest days of the Oklahoma the deal. And so that boy, that brother wanted to go get paid. But man, I want to say thank remember. you. Um, I, I I've gotten some texts during this call. I'm gonna re, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap in with you offline, bro. Uh wanna give you a VIP opportunity to tap in with some Sooners, man. They love you to death. And if you if you ever got some time, man, tap in with these guys and uh you know, tell the stories. You know, and 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 the experience, but also, man, I think you got a gift, bro. I think this is something if you want, if you ever consider, man, stay in this game. I think. Yeah, you, well, you know, I, I, you know, we talked about it. I, I'm really going to um look into it. Yeah, really I think you it. should. I think you should, man. And if you ever get something going, you better have a little bro over. But man, oh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> a blessing. Uh, definitely a pleasure. Super grateful. Do you have a uh, what's your social media? Do you have a Twitter or an IG? I don't, man. That's that. That's one thing. I'm old, man. I need to. I need to get on that stuff. I need to get me a. Oh, uh, see, see, Barry. So I just I'm got a Twitter you. like four months ago. Like literally, I just got a. By the way, bro, Twitter. Let me just tell you, and and, and Barry, I don't know if you're gonna edit this out or not. <laughs> you can keep it. I'm not tripping. <laughs> Maybe we'll but, see. Uh, T Marshall, get you a Twitter, bro. I'm just telling yeah. you right now, Twitter kind of smacks. It's kind of fun. Twitter, there's some crazies. They're going to say some dumb shit. Like, just expect yeah. the dumb people, but it also kind of smacks. I'm just letting you know. All right. All right. Get you a, I tagged you today on my Twitter and yeah. had a whole ass conversation about you that you don't even know about because I was essentially teasing that we're going to have you on. And they were like, oh, my God, I want to see Torrance. I mean, the, the, the crazies came out quickly to see Big Bro. But, man, super grateful, dog. Appreciate you, you man. I appreciate you, man. Hell yeah! And uh, we need to uh, we need to coordinate another one of them them uh, kickets. You know, especially since you know Jay Norm is over the 
you know, you get the sideline experience the whole nine. We should yeah, coordinate yeah. again to go and and both get that sideline experience and and kick it like we did. You know, you know what? I want to. I want to. Um, I didn't make it to this spring, man. I, I, but I'm definitely gonna try and get up there this spring this year. Or yeah. if if not, I want I want to get to. A, I'm going to. Um, uh, I'm going to see Josh uh, next week. Are they gonna I, be in town? Or are they gonna be away? Uh, we're going. They, they're gonna be in Kentucky. I mean, they're oh, gonna be in Tennessee. Right. They're playing Kentucky. Oh, Man, you want to um, see hype? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out, time out. Send, tell hype. This is what I want you to say. Hype. D Mac wants your number or whatever number that he can get. I need to tap. That's my cue, man. I love hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he stayed and tapped with me for a long time, and then he, you know, when he left OU, I kind of lost hype with him. But I, I uh, Barry, will tell you who's my dark horse in the SEC. That ain't a dark horse no more, though. Yep. Who's my dark Tennessee. horse? Tennessee. Tennessee. Mike J. Hives, you know, baby. you know, and, and, you know, I'm pulling, you know, I'm always pulling for Josh. Boy. Yeah. I follow Josh, you know, and um, yeah, I, I will definitely do that. Uh, you know, I don't even, I don't even call Josh anymore. He's so damn busy. I, know, I call I Billy. Ray. He's a, he, I Billy Ray's up there with him. And, um, really? So, yeah. You well, know, it makes sense because Hype was in the bud with us one of Billy Ray's last years. Hype was a Juco yep. in the bud with us. We used yep. to be like, bro, you were a grown ass man in the bud. <laughs> yep. And 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 showing up and Billy, he's up. Billy Ray is um is his right hand man. That's respect. So I will I will my fact when I get off here, I'm gonna um I'm gonna send Billy Ray your number. And Billy I'll, Ray, and I'll, bro, too, man. Billy Ray took good care of us in the bud. Billy he, Ray's a good dude, man. Yeah. Billy Ray's a good dude. Hell he yeah. done came up. Billy, <laughs> Ray done up Billy Ray's a man over there in Tennessee. Thank you for your time, Blood. I really appreciate you. Obviously, yeah, we could we could do this for hours. Let's tap in offline and uh, definitely plan a time to get together again uh, real soon. Yeah, I got your number, man. We'll I'll link up. Absolutely. Uh, chop it up. I appreciate you having me. Barry, good talking to you, my friend. You can you say too, about man. that.